ओम नमो भागवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भागवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भागवते वासुदेवाय नारायण नमस्कृत नरम चरोतम देवी सरस्वती व्यास तथो जायम उदीर रीडिंग फ्रॉम द श्रीमद भागवतम कैंथो वन चैप्टर इलेवन लास्ट टेक्स्ट इन द चैप्टर इज थर्टी नाइन स्त्रायनम छानुव्रतम रहो पर्थुर् ईश्वरम मतयो यथा ृतम छानुव्रतम रहो भारतुर्ष्वरमुरेबलाम ृतमृतमृतमृतमृतमृतमृतमृतमृतमृतमृतमृतमृतमृतमृतमृतमृतमृतमृतमृतमृतमृतमृतमृतमृतमृतमृतमृतमृतमृतमृतमृतमृतम
That is the relation between the Lord and his transcendental devotees, who act as his associates in the spiritual sky, where there are innumerable Vaikuntha planets. When the Lord descends, he does so along with his entourage to display a complete picture of the transcendental world, where pure love and devotion for the Lord prevail without any mundane tinge of lording it over the creation of the Lord. Such devotees of the Lord are all liberated souls, perfect representations of the marginal or internal potency in complete negation of the influence of the external potency. The wives of Lord Krishna were made to forget the immeasurable glories of the Lord by the internal potency so that <clears throat> there might not be any flaw of exchange. And they took it for granted that the Lord was a henpecked husband, always following them in lonely places. In other words, even the personal associates of the Lord do not know him perfectly well. So what do the thesis writers or mental speculators know about the transcendental glories of the Lord? The mental speculators present, the mental speculators present different theses as to his becoming the cause of the creation, the ingredients of the creation, or the material and efficient cause of the creation, etc. But all this is but partial knowledge about the Lord. Factually, they are as ignorant as the common man. The Lord can be known by the mercy of the Lord only and by no other means. But since the dealings of the Lord with his wives are based on pure transcendental love and devotion, the wives are all on the transcendental plane without material contamination. Thus end the Bhaktivinanta purports of the first canto, 11th chapter of the Srimad Bhagavatam entitled Lord Krishna's Entrance into Dwarka. Oma Jnana Timirandasya Jnananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Vidhamnina Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Manobhishtam Stapitam Nina Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Swapadantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Sri Uta Parakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavamscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunatham Vitam Tam Sajivam Sadvetam Sadvadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shivishakan Vitamscha Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prashtaya Putale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swami Nitinamine Namaste Saraswate Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Shunyavari Paschatyade Shatarine Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prashtaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Tinamine Shri Varshavana Devi Daitaya Kripataye Krishna Sambandha Vigyana Daini Prabhavi Namaha Madhurya Jvala Premadya Shri Rupanuga Bhaktida Shri Gaura Karuna Shakti Vigrahaya Namostute Namaste Gauravani Shri Murtaye Dinatarine Rupanuga Virudhapa Siddhanta Dvanta Harine Namo Gaurakishoraya Sakshad Bhairagya Murtaye Vipralambara Sambode Padambu Jayate Namaha Namo Bhakti Vinodaya Sakchidananda Namine Gora Shakti Swarupaya Rupanuga Varayate Gora Virvava Bomestam Nirdesa Sajanapriya Vaishnava Sarva Bomashri Jagannathayate Namaha Vansha Kalpaturubhyascha Kripa Sindhubya Evacha Patitanam Bhavanibhyo Vaishnavibhyo Namo Namaha 
Namo Mahavaranyaya Krishna Prema Pradayate Krishnaya Krishna Chaitanya Namne Gauratvise Namaha Panchatatvatmakam Krishnam Bhaktarupa Swarupakam Bhaktavataram Bhaktakyam Namami Bhaktashaktikam He Krishna Karuna Sindho Dinabando Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Jayatam Suratau Pangor Mama Manda Matirgati Matsarva Swapadambo Jau Radha Madana Mohana Divya Vrindaranya Kalpa Drumada Srimad Ratnagara Singha Sanastau Srimad Radha Srila Govinda Devau Krishtalibhi Sevyamano Smarami Shriman Rasara Sarambi Vamshivata Tatastita Karshan Venuswanir Gopinatha Shri Estunaha Tatakanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Rishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vrindayai Tulsi Deviyai Priyai Keshavasya Vishnu Bhakti Pradidevi Satyavatai Namonamaha Shri Nishinga, Jai Nishinga, Jai Jai Nishinga, Pralada Desha Jaya Padma, Mukha Padma Bringa, Yada Yada Hidharmasya, Glanir Bhavati Bharata, Abhutana Madharmasya, Tadatmanam Srijamyaham, Paritranaya Sadhunam, Vinashaya Chaduskritam, Dharmasam Stapanartaya, Sambhavami Yuge Yuge, Manmara bhavamad bhakto madhyaji mam namaskuru mami vaishasi yukvayvam atmanam apparayanaha sarvadarman parityaja mami kam shararam braja ahang tang sarva papebhyo mokshai shami masuchaha shushushro shuddhanasya vasudeva kataruchi syan mahatsevaya vipra punyatirta nishevanat Shrinvatam Svakata Krishna Punya Shravana Kirtana Hridyam Takstohya Badrani Vidhunoti Suritsatam Nashta Praishu Padreshu Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya Bhagavati Uttama Shloke Bhaktir Bhavati Naishtiki Tada Rajasthamo Bhava Kamalobada Yashchaye Chetaiter Anavitam Stitam Sattve Prasidati Evam prasanna manaso bhagavad bhakti yogataha bhagavad vignana mukta sangasa jayate vidyate rade grantish chidyante sarvasam shaya shiyante chasya karmani drishtaeva manishvare vairagya vijanija bhakti yoga shikshartameka purusha purana shri krishna chaitanya sharira dhari kripambudir yastamaham prabhadye Kalam Nashtam Nijam Bhakti Yogam Japradushkartam Shri Krishna Chaitanya Nama Avrabhutas Tasya Padara Vinde Gadam Gadam Liyatam Chitra Bringa Jaya Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhara Shri Vasari Gaura Bhakti Vrindam Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama 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 Hare Hare Tamminere Balabudha Strainam Chanuvratam Raha Apramana Vido Bhartur Ishwaram Matayoyata The simple and delicate women truly thought that Lord Sri Krishna, their beloved husband, followed them and was dominated by them. They were unaware of the extent of the glories of their husband as the atheists are unaware of him as the supreme controller. Yutam Sutam Brahma Sakanabhutya Dasyam Gatanam Paradaivatena Mayashitanam Naradarakena Sakam Vrijaru Kritapunya Punjaha. Srila Shukadev Goswami says in the tenth canto of the Srimad Bhagavatam, the matter of the coward boys playing with Krishna, who is the supreme absolute truth, about whom Raghupati Upadhyaya had also mentioned in his discussions with Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, when he said that some people worship the 
Vedas, some the Upanishads, some the Supreme Brahman. He said, but as far as I'm concerned, I worship the Supreme Absolute Truth who's crawling in the courtyard of Nanda Maharaj. And in the verse I just quoted from the 10th canto of Srimad Bhagavatam, Itam Satam Brahma Sukhana Bhutya, there are some who, Kumamela, <laughs> worship the impersonal Brahman, effulgence of the Lord. And they see the Lord as impersonal. And then there are others who have awe and reverence for the Supreme Personality of God. Dasyam Gatanam Naradaivakena. No, Paradaivatena. Uh, and then they worship the Supreme Lord uh, as the, this controller in Dasiras. And then there are Mayashitanam Naradarakena, those who are in, covered by the material energy, they just think that, that Krishna is an ordinary person. And of course, Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita, Yeyatamam Prapadyante Tamstataiva Bajamyaham, Mamavart Manavartante Manusha Partasarvashaha that everyone is connected to Krishna and they're all following him in their own way according to their capacity. And he reveals himself or rewards each person according to how they approach him. And every living entity is subordinate to Krishna. And when we say this, we mean every living entity. And that includes all the Vishnu Tattva. So we know that the first expansion of Krishna is Lord Balaram. Krishna's expansion of Balaram is identical with Krishna in all respects except that he's white. He's also the supreme controller. However, we find that in the pastime of Lord Brahma stealing away the calves and boys from Brahma, but when Brahma stole the calves and boys away from Krishna, rather, as a kind of a prank to test the power of this tiny cowherd boy that he saw playing in Vrindavan and as he was wondering, is this really the supreme absolute truth? And then Krishna re-manifested the boys and the calves exactly as they were, down to the hair. And then the boys and calves went back to their village and they were uh, greeted with ten times more affection than their regular boys had been greeted by uh, on a daily basis because these were actually expansions of Krishna himself. And although we have affection for relatives like uh, offspring, we have far more affection ultimately for Krishna because he's Atmanam Akilatmanam. He's the soul of all souls. We're attracted to the body because there's a soul inside. And we're attracted to our body because we're inside it how much more we're attracted to the soul of our soul. Atmanam akilatmanam. So the residents of Vrindavan were attracted uh, exponentially more to their boys. And later we found that the cows, who had even uh, been separated from the calves at the appropriate age, then became eager to reconnect with them. And as the cowherd men were watching one day, the cows on top of the hill came bounding down the hill as fast as they could to meet their uh, calves and they were licking their bodies vigorously. Balaram had been watching for a year wondering why there was such mis mystery going on, why there was such mystery in Vrindavan. And he started to think there must be some kind of influence of somebody's illusory potency, but he couldn't see whose. At first he thought it was some Rakshasi who had entered the scene and had covered over the vision of everyone. And step by step he started to uh, come up with different theories until finally he understood, oh, it's my brother. He's covering over everybody and he's expanded himself in these calves. But the point that our Acharyas make in that section is that Krishna is the one who revealed it to Balaram. So even Balaram is subject to uh, Krishna revealing himself or not revealing himself, and what to speak of ordinary living entities. Therefore, 
It is said in the Puranas, Nayamatma pravachane na labyona medhaya na bahuna shutena, yami vaisha vrinute tena labyus tashaisha esha vrinute tanum swam. That the Supreme Personality of Godhead reveals himself to uh, uh, that person whom he chooses himself. There's no uh, circumstance under which we can break into the Supreme Absolute Truth's realm and demand that he reveal himself. He remains ever concealed until he is disposed towards a particular living entity and reveals himself. Amazingly, the Shastras tell us how that can be done. Atashri Krishna Amadi Nabaved Grayam we can't understand Krishna with our blunt material senses for the reasons I've just mentioned. But, the Purana says, he does reveal himself to those who serve him, beginning with the tongue. So the process of bhakti yoga and of understanding the relationship we have with Krishna, redeveloping that relationship as the Brahma Samhita says, Sanitya Nitya Sambandha Prakritishcha Paraivasa. Every soul has an eternal relationship with the Supreme Personality of Godhead. For some, however, it's been obscured. In Bhagavad Gita 15th chapter, Krishna says, Dvavimau Purusha Loke Sharas Chakshare Evacha, Sharasarvani Bhutani Kutascho Shara Uchate. That there are some souls called Shara and others called Akshara. Those that are in the material world, they're called fallible and shara, and those in the spiritual world, they're called akshara, or infallible. And those that are in the material world have developed a uh, aversion to Krishna because of being uh, turned in the because of developing an aversion for Krishna, they're turned in the wrong direction and cannot see Krishna. But, um, the Kavi Yogendra in the 11th canto of Srimad Bhagavatam confirms that there's a way in which, because of accepting a reality that is separate from Krishna, the living entity is bewildered and in an adversarial uh, position with Krishna. In other words, he becomes Krishna's competitor. Good luck with that. <laughs> and therefore he's full of fear. Therefore the process of bhakti means to turn one's attention back to Krishna in service. And from this, through one-pointed attention and serving Krishna and Guru, one can reestablish one's relationship with Krishna. So it begins with the tongue. So here in this purport, we're hearing about how the queens of Dwarka had uh, a relationship with Krishna uh, as wives. And they uh, played the part perfectly because of the <coughs> direction of the internal potency of the Lord, which is called Yogamaya. And through Yogamaya, Krishna orchestrates the various relationships he has with his devotees. And the devotees are in the uh, most intimate relationships are unaware of his uh, majesty or his position as the Supreme Personality of Godhead. They actually see him as a lover, as a friend, as a little child that they have to take care of. And even as we see in the case of Mother Yashoda, when she sees the whole universe within Krishna's mouth, for a moment she notices, oh, here's the Supreme Personality of Godhead. But then immediately uh, Krishna again suppresses his opulences. And then she just sees, oh, he's my little child. Please don't open your mouth like that anymore. <laughs> that they, they are um, absorbed in their relationship with Krishna and the knowledge of his supreme authority and being the supreme personality of God, it obscures that. If you ever had a friend who's so close to you that you can actually uh, cut a joke at his or her expense? Anybody? Mm -hmm. yeah. I have a friend, if I, if I cut him down, mm -hmm. you know, we'll just both start laughing. 
and uh, or if I bump into them, it's it's just natural. It's no big thing. If we sit together, you know, and I hang my arm on his shoulder or something like that, there's no problem. But there, there's a lot of other God brothers. I would hesitate to do that. We're kind of close, but I wouldn't dare say like, you know, you really <laughs> something, and or you know, dare to like bump into him and not say, oh, excuse me, I'm sorry. But with intimate friends, there, there's this um, closeness, uh, minus all the formality. This unceremonious love is there in the, in the spiritual world. In fact, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came specifically to reveal this to the world because people are very much aware of the majestic type of worship that goes on in Vaikuntha. And he came to especially show what kind of love takes place in Goloka Vrindavan and in Boma Vrindavan, identical. Anarpita charim chirat karana yavatinana kalao samarapayitum untojvala rasam sabhakti shriyam. For a long time, Krishna thought after he left the world, I have not revealed the most intimate of relationships I have in Goloka Vrindavan. I mean, for a long time, or I mean, never have I done. And therefore he came as Shaitanya Mahaprabhu. His main idea was to show to the world that the superiority of bhakti, and by the process of bhakti, following the footsteps, especially in our line, of the Goswamis of Vrindavan, Rupa and Sanatan, specifically mentioned as being manjuris in the service of Radha and Krishna, then uh, we will also attain that supreme uh, destination of, of spontaneous love called Raga Bhakti in the spiritual world. And this is actually the goal of the practice that, that we're doing. And it is described in the Upadeshamrita uh, and verse number uh, 8. Tanama rupa charitadu sikirantananu smityo kramena rasanamanasindiyo jatishtam vraje tanaragi tananugami kalam nayet akilamitu padesha saram. Rupa Goswami gives what he calls here the essence of all advice about bhakti. And that is that one should use one's full time, 24 hours a day, in nicely hearing, chanting, and remembering the divine name, uh, forms, pastimes, etc., of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. What is the result of that? Tanama rupa charitari sukirtananu smrityo kramena. One will begin to remember the Lord's pastimes. And then smrityo kramena rasana manasi niyoja. Then kramena, step by step, one will. Uh, progress towards attraction to the residence of Vrindavan. There are parshadas, or eternal associates of the Lord, who are infallible. They've, as Prabhupada mentions here, they're completely distinguished from those living entities who have come in contact with the material energy. And as one hears and chants about Krishna, especially from Srimad Bhagavatam, one develops a, an attraction for hearing, and then one develops a very specific taste for hearing about a particular type of um, relationship that Krishna has with his devotees in the spiritual world. And in Raga Anuga Bhakti, which is described in that verse, one takes shelter of a particular eternal associate of the Lord in the mood of worship of that devotee and performs uh, his or her pro uh, process of hearing and chanting accordingly. And so anyway, and so nothing. I'll take a, um, some reflections or comments, or questions or reflections. Yes, Prabhu. We'll bring you the microphone because <clears throat> it's, okay. No. it's okay for you, but for the devotees online, they can't hear anything uh, unless you use the microphone with it pressed against your chin. Thank you. Prabhupada is very clear that uh, impersonal aspect of Krishna and personal aspect of Krishna both are transcendental. But uh, only personalists get benefit, but whereas why the impersonalists don't get any benefit? Well, why do you say they don't get any benefit? Yeah. Well, Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita, Klesho dikartaras desham avyakta sakta chetasam avyakta hi gatir dukam 
Dehavadvir Avapyate. The path of trying to understand the impersonal feature of the Lord, he says, is very difficult. It causes a lot of problem for living entity because we're not attracted to impersonality, ultimately, because we're persons. We want variety and ultimately we want love. Therefore, Srimad Bhagavatam's version is Yene Ravindakshava Muktamaninastvayastabhavadavashuta Buddhaya Aruya Krishna Paramparam Tata Patantito Nadrita Yushmarangraya. Unless one develops a relationship with the lotus eyed Supreme Personality of Godhead, whatever kind of imagined liberation one attains will not be sufficient to satisfy the soul, and therefore one will fall down again from that position eventually. And that includes even the impersonal situation. When it comes to uh, merging into the impersonal absolute, we're in a, a situation where we're lacking variety. And uh, eventually the mind will become attracted back to, or the soul become attracted back to the variety. And if one doesn't have information of the variety of the spiritual world, then you'll have the default mode, which is CNN and... Uh, all the varieties of this world, mostly the male and female forms, which is the main attraction in this material world. And so it goes. One becomes again attracted to the variety of the material world, according to the Srimad Bhagavatam. Did that help? It is nice. Thank you. Okay, thank you. But, yes? Prabhupada says also um, the impersonalist, the voidist, when they meditate upon the Brahma Jyoti, so they go to Brahma Jyoti, whoever qualifies, and they simply suffer over there. Simply suffer. I was wondering just if that is transcendental, impersonal, and both uh, personal. Transcendental. Why they don't get even a little... Well, it's transcendental, but there's different... When, when Vaish, Gaudiya Vaishnavas talk about suffering, it's very different from the way Brahmavadis and others talk about suffering. For instance, when Rupa Goswami was writing about a bhakti in his Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu and elsewhere, uh, he would uh, say that actually liberation is like um, a witch. And when Balabacharya saw that, he said, how can you say liberation's a witch? And Rupa Goswami was willing to actually change that, whereas Jiva Goswami, def uh, his nephew, defended the position, thus evoking the ire of Rupa Goswami, who said you shouldn't have challenged him, and so forth. And that incident comes up, and our other acharyas, like Prabodhananda Saraswati, will say, uh, Bhaktis Twayi, uh, what is it? Bhaktis Tvayi Stirataya Bhagavan Yadisa Daivina Nat Paliti Divya Kishora Muti Mukti Palam Mukuli Tanjali Tsevatesman Dharmarta 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 Arta Kamayo Samaya Pratiksha. Sorry. This describes how the, the very inferior position of Mukti, or liberation, that when somebody takes to Bhakti, then Mukti herself, personified, stands at the door of the devotee, said, how can I serve you? So devotees don't look very kindly upon a liberation, impersonal liberation, because the Bhagavatam version is, according to Narada Muni, naish karmyam apyachuta bhava varjitam nashobate jnanam alam niranjanam kutakpunas shashvar abhadram ishvare nacharpitam karma yadapyakaranam. That if you take the self-realization, even if it's perfectly executed, and you come to this Brahma Bhuta platform, it's not that it's not transcendental, it is. It's above the three modes of material nature, Brahma Bhuta Prasanatmana, Shochatina Kangshati. But he's, he says, does Narada, Naish Karm Yam. Even uh, if you've come to this point of not working for fruit of results and you're transcendental to the modes of nature, Naish Karm Yam, Apyachuta Bhava Vartinam, Nashobate Gyanam, it doesn't look very nice. Uh, to, to, to Narada and, the, and those who are in, tasting the sweetness of bhakti, their relationship with the lotus-eyed Lord, then nashobate jnanam alam niranjanam. Nashobate means it's, it's unappealing. It's ugly. 
if it doesn't have a chuta bhava, you have to have some bhava for a chuta. And then he says, the charpitam karma yerap yakaranam. What to speak of fruit of work, which is suffering from the beginning to the end. The, the, the karmis are just um, suffering all the time. But after the karmis, of course, there are many lists of gradations of, of um, l the levels of living entities. For instance, we find in the Upadesha Amrita, there's a description of uh, uh, Rupa Goswami writes about the, the levels of living entities. So he starts, Karmi parito hare pritaya vyaktim yayur gyaninas, tebyo gyani vimukta bhakti parama premaika nishtastata, tebyasta pashupala punkaja drishasta biopisaradika, prishta tadvad iyam tadiya sarasi tamna shayetka kriti. So he says, lowest of all are the karmis. Now actually, in the purport, Prabhupada says, karmis are actually dear to Krishna, because a karmi means somebody who follows karmakanda to try to get a higher position in the material world. And believe it or not, uh, for all the disparaging words we've said about karmis throughout the <laughs> history of the ISKCON movement, they're dear to Krishna because at least they're following the karmakanda, which is uh, part of the Vedas. Uh, but then Prabhupada distinguishes, he said, below the karmis are the vikarmis. Those are people who just don't follow anything. So they're the lowest, and they get the worst result. Above them are the karmis, and they get faked out because they're trying to find a better position in the material world. And the Gita, Krishna comes out and says, um, he says, Trigunya Vishaya Veda, Nistraigunya Bhavarjuna, Nirdvanvo Nitisapasto, Nir Yoga Shema Atmavan. Don't take shelter in Karmakanda. He said, it, it's, it's in the three modes of material nature, it won't help you. Take shelter of, uh, of transcendental knowledge. So then above the karmis, karmi vyaparito hare priyate vyaktur gyaninas. He said, amongst the karmis, there's somebody who wakes up and says, oh, I should be more thoughtful about how this whole world works. Uh, they're higher than the karmis. And then, then there's those who are realized gyanis. They're higher than the regular gyanis who just think about it. And then above the gyanis are the bhaktas who are practicing bhakti. Uh, the best of the bhaktas are those who are uh, performing a spontaneous devotional service, and the best of all the, those who are performing spontaneous devotional services uh, are the residents of Vrindavan, and, above, and the best of the residents of Vrindavan is Srimati Radharani. So you get a f full a scale uh, calibrated from the beginning to the end. of, of uh, If you look at a map at a mall, it says, you are here. You can look and say, where am I on this? <laughs> And where are we going? There is, a, there is something to shoot for. And that's why it's, there is a goal to bhakti. It's actually to follow in the footsteps of the residents of Raja. Nayam sukapa bhagavan dehinam gopikasuta. Gyaninam chapma bhutanam. Yata bhakti matam iha. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu quoted this many times that you could take any other process. It won't really uh, take you to the goal or destination. Only bhakti. The process of hearing and chanting about Krishna from the Srimad Bhagavatam and uh, performing other services, charitari, uh, can one come to this position, karmena, step by step? Another question or uh, comment? Yes, Prabhu. Uh, so I've been thinking recently about this, um, apart from the song you bring up often in your classes, uh, I think by Narutam Das Thakur, where he says, well, it might be a poem uh, where he says that if you dive into the ocean of Lord Chaitanya's Sankirtan movement, then you come out on the shore of the pastimes of Radha and Krishna. And also, you often bring up how um, in Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati's uh, logo for the Gaudiya Mat, there was the printing press, and above it said Rag Mark. And so I was hoping you could speak on that a little bit. Saved by Bhakti Alex. Yes, this is important because. One might then think, well, how do I enter into the, the rag marg? As, uh, others will say, they'll criticize those in ISKCON, they'll say, you guys are just into Vaidhi Bhakti. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's all, just, just a bunch of rules and regulations you're following. First of all, um, Vaidhi Bhakti, or following rules and regulations, uh, is the means in which one comes to the position of spontaneous devotional service. 
uh, of course, it, it depends what rules and regulations you're following. If, in case anybody hasn't noticed, the kind of uh, regulated practices that we do are following in the footsteps of the six Goswamis of Vrindavan, who are eternal associates of the Lord. We also follow uh, the rules given by the Bhagavatam for hearing and chanting and so forth. And so we, we are on the Ragmarg already, actually, even though we're following rules and regulations. It's called uh, Ajata Ruchi um, Raghunuga Sadhana Bhakti, according to Jiva Goswami. It means you're following the process of Raghunuga, but you're doing it before you have taste. Because you're following the footsteps of, of uh, great uh, souls who have chalked out the path. Kurvanti govatsa padam bhavabdim, those mahatkritena souls, the great souls, they give us the path that we can follow that will take us to the goal, the sadhya. And so there's a, a way in which Prabhupada describes the transition from uh, Vaidhi Bhakti into Raganuga. And he says, just, he gives the most simple and understandable examples. He said, when you're learning to type, you use the typing book. Anybody here know how to type? Did you use a typing book? Only three people. That's good. Never volunteer for typing. Um, yeah, you use a typing book. And you follow a little bit here and there. And then after a while, then Prabhupada says, then your fingers automatically, they just go to each place. They become spontaneously engaged. Now, our greatest benefit is that Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna himself. Uh, it's the com he's the combination of Radha and Krishna. And as Prabhupada Saraswati says, Yata Yata Gaurapadara Vinde, that when you worship the lotus feet of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in Dasiras, then naturally you'll develop spontaneous love for Radha and Krishna in Vrindavan. This is also restated by Bhaktivinoda Thakur in his Navadita Mahatmya, that the position of uh, a servitor, menial servant of Lord Chaitanya, uh, ends up in Vrindavan. And of course you quoted from the song that Narutam Das Thakur sang, and that is if you dive into the ocean of the transcendental Sankirtan movement of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, you come out on the shore of the pastimes of Radha and Krishna in Vrindavan. And so uh, those who adhere to the, for instance, the ISKCON movement, which is specifically meant to spread the Sankirtan movement all, all over the world and simultaneously to follow in the footsteps of the Goswamis of Vrindavan and the Srimad Bhagavatam. This is our regulation, the way we hear and chant. Uh, those uh, devotees are already on the Ragmarg and they're worshiping Krishna in the best possible way. That is, the mood of the Bhagavatam is to show compassion to all living entities. After all, it begins, uh, begins with the description of Shukadeva Goswami, yam pravajantam anupetam apetikritam tvaipayano viraha kartara ajuhava putreti tan mataya tarov binidus tam sarva bhutarhadayam munim anatosni yaswanu bhava makila shutisara mikam adyatma Adipam atitirshitam tamondam samsarinam purana guyam tam vyasa karuna purana guyam tam vyasa sunam upayami guru muninam. It's described how Sugadeva Goswami left home. He didn't care for the reformatory. Sugadeva Goswami confirms this in the eighth canto of the Bhagavatam, the highest method of worshiping the Lord is to take some trouble upon oneself. He describes the, the mood of Lord Shiva in uh, drinking the ocean of poison. You know when they turn the milk ocean? Remember they got poison? Yeah. So the poison came out and Lord Shiva to save the universe drank it. So then Shrugadeva Goswami says, Tapyante lokatapena sarva prayasojana parama aradhanam tadi purushasyaki latmana That this... Um, this is the, the mood of worshiping Krishna in the highest way, and that is tapyante uh, loka, for the sake of loka, tapena, for all the people in the world who are suffering, you take some suffering. Like it, it's a great suffering to walk out the door of your house or temple to go on the street, right? Because the mind just wants to stay home and 
sit in the most comfortable chair and eat, I don't know what, Reese's peanut butter cups or something. <laughs> and uh, or at least a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And so there's a, there's a way in which everyone wants to be comfortable, but to go out in the world to sacrifice one's own peace of mind for others, this is parama aradhanam, the highest type of worship of Krishna who's there within every, everyone's heart. And that was the mood of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Maya mrigamda yiteipsitan anvadavad, says Karbhajana Muni, that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu chased after the living entities to give them Krishna consciousness. He, 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 he saw they were like animals, mrigam, and so he chased after them so they could take to Krishna consciousness. So those who follow in the footsteps of Lord Chaitanya in his mood of Sankirtan, um, the members of Panchatattva, they went here, there, and everywhere. They didn't care who was a fit or unfit candidate. They broke open the storehouse of love of God. They ate and distributed his contents. The more they distributed, the more the contents increased. And so that's the, the mood of the Hare Krishna movement, is to go out and distribute to others and to taste the contents oneself simultaneously. And anyone who does this, following the footsteps of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and his associates, enters naturally into the worship of Radha and Krishna and Vrindavan. Of course, there, it's not stereotyped. There's living entities in different moods. Some people, some devotees who follow Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu like to worship Lord Chaitanya because he's Radha Krishna. And others they, who follow Lord Chaitanya they were, like to worship Radha Krishna. And some like to worship Lord Chaitanya and Radha Krishna. I mean, after all, here we have Radha Govinda and, and Lord Chaitanya on the altar, right? And all of them are accommodated in various ways. But the point is, you enter into the Ragmarg by the Sankirtan, which Prabhupada confirmed is in the mood of the uh, gopis of Vrindavan, who are always, Srimati Radharani's, always trying to bring others forward to introduce them to the service of Krishna. And that Prabhupada confirmed that that's the mood of, for instance, uh, book distribution. You're going out and, you know, basically grabbing people and saying, you know, get in here, you know, you're missing it. You got to worship Krishna. So that is uh, definitely the, the mood of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and his followers like Narutam Das Thakur, Bhaktivinoda Thakur, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati, definitely A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. So you're well served by hearing a chanting from Bhagavatam, chanting Hare Krishna, and doing a massive distribution of the holy names and the, the written kirtan, which is called the Brihat Madanga. Does that work? Work for you? Okay. Any other points? We've got two minutes. Speak now or... Prabhupada, thank you for the wonderful class. So this transition from uh, Vaidhi Mark to Raga Mark is dependent on the mercy. So how do we make sure we become the recipient of the mercy? So we'll be working on our front, uh, whatever you said, you know, serving, uh, I mean, serving Lord Chaitanya in the middle of Dasiris. So how to... Uh, quickly make progress so that we get the message to enter into that next level. Two things are very important. One is to associate with uh, Vaishnavas. And the other is to avoid criticizing Vaishnavas. Because those who criticize Vaishnavas invoke the ire of the Supreme Personality of Godhead as evidenced in the story of, of um, Durvasa Muni and <coughs> Ambarish Marsh, uh, and there are many others. And by association with Vaishnavas, it's, it's the most important, it's actually even more important than associating with Krishna. Because as Yudhishthira said to Vidura, Bhavadvita Bhagavatas Tirta Bhuta Swayam Vibho, Tirta Kurvanti Tirtani Svantakstena Gadabrita. He said of Vidura, did Yudhishthira, that you, you are a walking place of pilgrimage because you carry the Supreme Personality of God within your heart. Actually, more everyone carries the Supreme Personality of God within his or her heart because human beings and all other living entities are the abode of the Lord. That's something interesting. That's, but 
the devotees who have developed love for Krishna carry the most valuable substance, which is Krishna Prema in their hearts. So if we associate with devotees and we serve them, then we get that, uh, the contents of their heart naturally. And that's the most um, efficacious way of making advancement in devotional service, is to associate with and serve advanced devotees. And from that, naturally one develops an affinity for hearing about the Lord and developing uh, the higher levels of Krishna consciousness. Shushu shra shuddhanasya vasudeva kataruchi syan mahatseveya vipra punya tirtanashevana. By serving those devotees who are free from all vice, or some people say free from all vaish, um, great service is done. By such service, one gains affinity for hearing the messages of Vasudeva. So that's the most important. And then one should be very careful not to offend or criticize Vaishnavas because by that one can curtail the process of advancement in devotional service. Thank you very much uh, for joining us here in the live studio audience of the Lotus Room in downtown Brooklyn. If, you're, if you haven't been down here, you're missing it. You gotta get down to the Lotus Room as soon as possible. Uh, and uh, for those who joined us online from all over the world, we felt your presence very deeply, and we thank you very much for taking your valuable time to tune in. Gaur Premanande, Nitai Goda Haribo, 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 Nitai Goda Haribo, Nitai Goda Haribo, Haribo, Nitai Goda Haribo.